procrastinate joy. We are here to create joy. We are here to embrace joy. And that includes work. That includes times of uh, pandemic. I have a finite amount of time on this earth. I want to make the most of it. And when I'm giving you my time, I want it to be worthwhile. It's not just money. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I am Christina D'Arcangelo. I am so excited to be here today with my guest, and I never say her whole name. I just refer to her as Teresa HK, and that's what she is in my phone. <laughs> uh, Teresa, welcome to the show, and would you mind telling everyone about yourself? Christina, thanks for having me. So I'm Teresa Hummel-Crowlinger. Uh, my company is High Five Performance, and I work with leaders to create places where people want to work. So the vast majority of my time and energy is working with companies and people so that, you know, we spend a lot of time at work. I don't know about you, Christina. I spend probably more time working than I do not working. Yep. And it's my passion to create workplaces where people are like, I enjoy going to work. I am proud of the organization I work for. And I feel that there's purpose and meaning to what I do. So um, that's what I've been doing for a long, long time. I actually fell into this field in the late 80s. I know I, Christina, I know I don't look that old. So thank you for thinking that. <laughs> but that, that is my day job. My after work jobs are fun. Uh, I do some stand up comedy. It'll be 20 years. Uh, I taught for Temple University for about 17 years. G gave that up a summer ago. I'm, I'm missing them. Uh, I was part of a television show and we won two Emmys, Counterculture on PBS 39. And last but not least, Meet the Author, I've done for seven years. It is number five on Philadelphia Business Journal's Best Networking in Philadelphia. Teresa. So there's everything. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you. I mean, you know, we met each other through the non my nonprofit Affinity Patient Advocacy by through a mutual friend who we're all still friends with. And it's just been a pleasure to be your friend over the years, you know, and we're getting ready, I know, to launch a big thing um, in uh, July. Uh, I won't say too much yet, but we're going to be, you and I are going to be working together with a, uh, a group of very, very, very wonderful executives and nice. specifically women. So that's just to tip it off to the, you know, to everybody that's listening and or viewing us today. I'm getting excited for that because we've already started to come into the new year strong and hot with that. <laughs> I know that's a, that's a big project for you and it's a fun project. And it's, it's a big project for all of us because it gives us a chance, just like you're doing in your role every day. And even when you're still on boards doing all the good work that you do, it gives us a chance to come together and really help people every day, just like you do. Right. Yeah. And especially we're still, you know, we're in, we're in a pandemic. We want to say post, you know, you notice I went and then pandemic because I want to say post pandemic, but we're not there yet now. Right. Cause we're kind of in an active uh, storm with it and the environment as far as work is concerned, has changed so much, right? Yes. And I, yes. I thought it would be good for us to talk about that a little bit because I know you're right in there with it, just like I am. 
and especially with your company and what you do, let's talk about how you've had to make shifts also to meet the needs of your clients on top of making shifts individually as a human working in a space. Yeah, well, as I had a lot of people who do office work, um, everything went virtual. So March of 2020, I had contracts with a number of different organizations and I would go to their facility, meet with their leaders, meet with their employees. I would conduct training. I would conduct coaching. We would have some uh, meetings to talk about organizational challenges. Everything was in person. So in March of 2020, I get notes from each of the groups that I work with saying, hey, see, we're going to have to put stuff on hold until we figure this out. So I had a little bit of a, a, I call it the intermission. I had a little intermission in that March, April, May timeframe. But by June, these organizations were starting to get their footing and they realized we're just going to work virtually going forward. So fortunately, and I'll tell you what, I am blessed. I knew Zoom before all this craziness mm-hmm. happened. And, and because I teach internationally, a lot of my clients um, so I did work with like uh, folks in China, Shanghai, Beijing. They're not going to fly me there, but we've done virtual training. So I was able to pick up Zoom, do all my training through Zoom and help my organizations that I work with get used to this virtual meeting, virtual leading, virtual training. And I have to say, uh, I didn't think it was going to work as well as it has. Christina these classes can be really awesome online. Really awesome. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I'm sure you've participated also in conferences where we've had yes. to speak virtually. And yeah. like I did something in the UK at the end of the year last year. And I was, it was an oncology conference. And I was so excited to be able to do this virtually because I save time a little bit now, right? I mean, I miss the in-person stuff. You know, we're social people. Sure. We like, sure. you know, we like to see our friends. We like to give hugs. You know, we see people we love and work with, but now it's virtual. But the good thing about all this is now we can stack on good or yes. bad. We could stack on a lot of things. Like today, we're shooting a podcast virtually. Could you imagine right. if I had to drive to you or you had to drive to me? Now it's three hours of wasted time. I know. I know. We'd have to actually put on real shoes. And pants. That's right. 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 <laughs> Instead of our Ugg slippers or whatever we're wearing. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it was amazing how that was a relatively short amount of time to really switch gears. And now we have been in that gear since then. Not to say I haven't done some in person. Uh, A couple of my clients have brought some folks back to the office. We've done some very, very limited in-person work. I will say this last month, that has stopped with Omicron. So we're we're taking a little break from in-person. But I do have a a conference scheduled in February for a, a human resource group that is in South Texas. So my flight is booked. My space is booked. And as far as I know, that's still a go. 
That's awesome. And and that's yeah. the thing too. Now we've really looked, you know, before when we were traveling so much, it was kind of a pain, right? Like, oh, got to pack, got to do this, da, da, da. What am I bringing? How many shoes, this, that, suits have yes. to go laundered and all this stuff. And then leave, come, leave, come. That's all we were doing, right? All we did was travel, 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 travel because of where we are with our careers. Yeah. Then it stopped. I was, I was kind of depressed uh, like oh, sure. four months into it, I was sleeping in my guest room because I needed a change from sleep. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And then I, I hired, I, I was, when I was able to hire, you know, people could come in to clean. I hired a cleaning crew and I asked them to change my sheets. So it felt like a hotel when I got into the sheets nice. at least once a week. These are the things psychologically I was yeah. doing to circumvent my, my, my loss of travel. I missed it. Yeah. I, you know, I missed it. Um, but it's a blessing and a curse because you know how much time it takes. So if you're not traveling, if you're not on the road, you can actually deliver more work. You can get more content done. Um, and you can also, here's an interesting thing, rest. Mm -hmm. How about this? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us learned to rest during Mm -hmm this not that we weren't working hard but there was time maybe we're sleeping a little bit more i know i'm sleeping a yep. little bit more and that makes me feel better and i can do better work uh it is interesting to watch the shift and i'm sure you've been hearing about this reading about this there's this whole thing with folks they some are calling it the great resignation people who <laughs> don't want to go back to the way things were and people who will not tolerate what had been. Yep. They will not, they will just not. And it is really amazing to watch. And I'm also uh, feeling concerned for my friends in human resources and organizational leaders who are trying to wrap their head around this shift in thinking and behavior. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. We, we, People have choices. Uh, I have never seen a job market this amazing. Even back I, before we came on, Christine, we were talking about 2005 was a pretty mm-hmm. hot uh, yeah. job market. Yeah. I have to say, I have never seen it like this. It's it cr- unbelievable. It, it is crazy what has happened. It is crazy. Like, I, I mean, the guts people have. To, I mean, I think like back to like when our parents were working, you know, they were lifers 10, 20, 30, 40 years. They stayed in one place. Absolutely. They got a pension. They had it going on. Right. I wonder what they think, you know, of what's going on here, because my dad's passed, as you know, so I can't ask him. Right. I'm kind of glad he is in that sense, because the stuff that has happened since 2015 with my dad. I just can't even imagine what he, you know, that happened past my dad's death. I mean, I can't even imagine what he would think. I mean, are your parents still alive? What do they think? They they are not, but I can tell you. So when I first left my corporate job, so I had a uh, a really what I still consider to be a wonderful career with uh, Prudential Financial. I was there for about 18 years. And when I left, he said, where are you going to work? Like, what is your next full-time job? And I said to him, dad, I think I'm just going to go on my own. 
because I've learned so much. I mean, what a wonderful company to to really build your skill set in. It, it mm-hmm. was amazing. I, I'm going to share what I've learned with other organizations. And he said, I, I remember being like, this is ridiculous. You just go find another job. Right. I said, no, no, dad, I'm just going to go out on my own. And it wasn't even on his radar because to your point, you went, you stayed with the company for life. So, so as an entrepreneur who's, who's now been out, wow, it's been 20 years that I've been out here running around. Um, he certainly within two years recognized that it was a good choice, but, um, but yeah, it's people have choices now. And I think enough time has passed since the time of people with pensions Mm -hmm. There are still a few lucky ones that have it. Uh, Most people realize Mm -hmm. I have a finite amount of time on this earth. I want to make the most of it. And when I'm giving you my time, I want it to be worthwhile. Yes. Yes. It's not just money. Yes. It's not just money. And you know, I I've got to say something about that. Um, what you just said about a finite amount of time and making worth, making it worth, worth it for you personally. Um, I just had, you know, because we were just talking about, I just had my brother's uh, passing uh, three days ago from COVID-19. He had, um, he had multi-organ failure and there were some other things that I'll talk about in another podcast Mm -hmm. about that stuff. But I've got to tell you, and that's why I had to look down a second because my phone's ringing, as you can imagine, nonstop. Sure. The the people that have come out from years ago, 20, 25 years ago, I worked with, or I know, you know, people that knew my brother and I growing up, there has been an outpouring of kindness in this crazy world we live in now. Right. Because, you know, it's not the same. People are testy. The fact that people just leave jobs, they don't care. And sometimes it's not very nice when they leave because they've had enough and they're very vocal now. Right. Which is good and bad. Right. Some of it isn't always correct what they think, but that's what they're doing. So there is a point where people are having genuine kindness, I think. And I think it's because of COVID. Honestly, I agree. I mean, I know uh, spiritually, I pray so much more now. I always pray twice a day, but I've noticed I've been more like attracted to be with my Baha'i family, both East and West Coast, Mm -hmm. because life is too short. And working in an environment where we're working in every day and we're working corporately, we want that environment to be a good one because what we're here to do is to make a positive difference in the world. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. That's why you do all the things you do. Like people would look at your background and go, Oh my God. And what you've done and accomplished the Emmys, everything. And your pure kind heart is who Teresa HK is. Yes. She's got all these accolades. But do you know, I, I do look at life, like don't procrastinate joy. If I had a bumper sticker on my car, it would say, don't procrastinate joy. And I think uh, during this time of COVID, there were a number of people who probably watched a little too much TV, a little too much news. And it was almost like if you were joyful, something was wrong. No, we don't procrastinate joy. We are here to create joy. We are here to embrace joy. And that includes work. That includes times of uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to focus on joy because joy is 
It's why we're here. It's and it, why we're here. It brings peace to you. When you yes. are joyful, you are at peace. Absolutely. And, and even during all these horrible times and horrible things people have have, have dealt with, whether it's a work-related crisis, you know, drug failures, whatever, you know, and then obviously there's personal crisis. In every crisis, there's always an element of peace if you allow yourself to look yes. for it. And that brings you joy. And then yes. joy brings you peace. It's like the recycling symbol, in my opinion, you know, the round and round you go. <laughs> That's what I, you know what I mean? It's all perspective. It's all perspective, Christina. What is, so every crisis, what's the, I call it the gift. What's the gift in this crisis? Exactly. So, and it's not to say that the thing isn't sad. So when my parents passed away, super sad, I'm still grieving, but there was a gift in their passing. There was a gift in those moments of taking care of dad and his final days, taking care of mom in her final days. Um, everything has, it's the yin and the yang. Mm -hmm. Everything has something good and something dark. This pandemic, something good and something dark. Yeah. People died. People got sick. We weren't allowed to see each other, right? There were times mm -hmm. where, you know, if you had folks that were in a hospital or in a nursing home, but the, the positive side, we started to really think about why are we here? What's mm -hmm. really important? I enjoy yep. having time at, at the workplace. I love on Zoom when you see their dogs, their yep. cats. I have one colleague with a rabbit. I always, yeah, bring out your rabbit. Let me see the bunny. Um, the kids coming in. Hey, mom. You yep. know, oh, hold on. Oh, no, bring them on screen. Bring them on screen. We started to feel more human. Mm -hmm. we start, there was definitely a blessing in all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, it, it is an interesting shift. I think the shift is for the better. Mm -hmm. I think for from an organizational culture standpoint, a lot of these companies are going to see they need to put people first. Mm -hmm. Some yep. said they did, but now they're really going to need to put people first. Um, and that goes everything from like a big super company like a Pru or or any of the pharmaceutical companies or a small family owned business. Yes. We yes. Take care of people. That's right. And that's one of the things I think that I hope people take away today. In our podcast episode is that people need to be kind to one another and meet them where they are and, yep. and be, and, and, and allow your authentic, like you said to me earlier today about being yeah, authentic. Be authentic, let your authentic self come out. But the kindness that you have in your heart should be like a flower burst. You know what I mean? Like this is the time to show people that you have empathy and kindness and trust and love in them. All of these fundamental things that were almost kind of weird to talk about at work. Christina, I've been talking about love at work for well over a decade. And I, I used to apologize. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about love. Mm -hmm. When you're coaching your, your staff, when you're having a conversation, how would you approach it if you came from a place of love? Mm -hmm. Would the words be different? Mm -hmm. um, and now I feel very comfortable saying come from a place of love. People get it. They yes. Get it. It's, it's so awesome. And you know what? People should thank you for that because you've been trying to make this change for a while. And now you're doing it. 
and you just don't care anymore. And you're just like, that's it. This is who I am. Take me, leave me, like me, love me, whatever. But I'm going to do what I think is right. And the world needs kindness and love. Like I bought, I bought Christian for Christmas, a pin about love. And it's a beautiful heart. I got it a boutique thing down in Philly at Love Park. It's nice. This nice little shop. I love it's outside. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. And I got this little pin and it says, love is all we need. Yep. And he's going to wear that, to, you know, he'll wear it for the first time on Saturday for my brother's funeral and, and oh. you know, memorial, because that's all you need. And we're trying to teach this generation, the younger generation upwards, that love is should be number one priority. It should be. It should be. And I think if we can weave into our management and leadership training, what love looks like at work. Yep. Because we haven't for years. No, no, no. I mean, I, traditional no. management and leadership training, it's very nuts and bolts. Black but and white. Love is, is, is a pure foundation for your leadership. Right. It's a pure foundation. And that doesn't mean you don't fire people. You no. can fire people with love. That's right. There's no reason to be nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's no need to be because it. it's easier because sometimes it's just not a fit. Yes. You know? And that's okay. You know, it's like when you buy a car and you buy a different model than you normally buy. And sometimes it's not a fit. Now you're stuck with this freaking car for as long as you financed it or leased it. So if people just thought of things more simplistically, like that kind of stuff, right? Like, or a pair of shoes you bought that you don't really like, but eh, you're going to keep anyway. And until you bought, find a pair that you really want, you, 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 you know what I mean? It could be worked through. It's, I, I look forward to the new work world uh, because it, we're not going back. I know. And that's sad. I know I have some grieving mm-hmm. CEOs. I have some grieving senior leaders that are just waiting for things to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not. Mm-hmm. Jeannie's out of the bottle. We can't stuff her back in. Uh, there will be remote work. There will be different ways of conducting business. That's right. And there will be different ways of recruiting and retaining and creating culture in your organization. And it's all good. That's right. All good. That's absolutely on board. That's right. So you and I obviously could talk all day here. So I'm going to bring us to an end. Um, I want to thank you so much for being on my show today. Uh, expect, you know, our viewers, listeners, whatever we, our audience, we expect you um, to have Teresa on again when we start talking about our special project we're working on. But I just wanted to thank you so much, Teresa, to, for joining me today. Thank you, Christina. I, I'm honored to be here and I'm honored to support your project that's coming up and, uh, and all the interesting things that you're working on. I'm enjoying watching you on social media <laughs> and your life unfold because you are fascinating and an awesome person. Oh, thank you so much. I didn't need you to do a plug, but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no, you're, wonderful. you're absolutely wonderful. And I'm, I'm so grateful. And you know, it's funny, the universe is at work when, um, when people are meant to be in your life, you come together and sometimes you could kind of weave in and out. And I think this is a time where we can help each other, which yes. is beautiful. Yes, I believe in it. And, and I just want to thank you. And I just want to say to everybody, as I always do, remember, we are the same. 
And I am Christina DiArcangelo. Thank you so much for listening today. <laughs>